The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. to the after show the bonus episode series for on tour with brian ray this is a production of iHeartRadio and black barrel media and i'm your host mandy wimmer in the after show we dive a little deeper into brian's thoughts about certain parts of the interviews as well as expound a bit more on his own experiences on tour in this episode we get into davy johnstone's legacy on rock and roll with his epic guitar riffs on some huge elton john songs We also chat about the importance trust plays and longevity of bands and how Elton John can go from very shy to larger than life on stage. We wrap up with two hysterical stories of the times Brian met the Queen, which you definitely don't want to miss. One standing next to Elton John cracking jokes and the other standing next to Ozzy Osbourne. Here's my conversation with Brian Ray. Good afternoon, Brian. How are you? I'm fine, Mandy. 
Here we are again. Good to see you. Davey Johnstone. No way. A fellow guitar slinger. What? <laughs> so you guys never really got into this. How do you and Davey even know each other? How did you meet? Yeah, I, f- I feel like we should have gone into this. It's a, <laughs> it's a wild story. A long, long time ago, I, I was in a band uh, with friends of mine here, a local band in Los Angeles called Charm School. And Charm we were, School. <laughs> we were anything but charming, but... <laughs> That's why the the name seemed to work. But yeah, it was a a fun rock band playing our original music, a couple of covers in there as well. And we were getting courted by uh, Columbia Records. Uh, At the same time, we got courted by some different managers, one of whom was named Roger Vadouris, who used to be a singer-songwriter, I think on Warner Brothers Records back in the 70s or something like that. Well, he was now trying his hand as a manager and he got together with Joe Esposito of the Memphis Mafia, Elvis's band of merry soldiers that uh, hung out with him in Memphis. So Joe Esposito was really Elvis's right-hand man. He's the one that didn't do a tell-all. He wrote a book way at the end after all of the other guys had you know, spent all their bullets, right? <laughs> Dishing and cashing in. Right. Well, Joe held his fire and, and and wrote a loving book finally at the end. Very nice guy, very gentle. And you can see why Elvis kept him sort of the closest because he was the most trusted member of Elvis's inner circle. Wow. And so, but then how did you, you and Davey were in that band then so, together? So Roger Vadouris and Joe Esposito got together as managers, found us Charm School, okay. and wanted to manage us, and brought a demo of ours to Columbia Records. Okay. And uh, we were working together for about a year, and during that time, uh, Roger Vidura said, I'd really love to introduce you to Davey Johnstone, because he might be a helpful co-producer with you. And uh, so we went over to a studio where where uh, Davey Johnstone was you know, held up with all of his guitars and he was doing some (laughs) overdubs there. And uh, yeah, it was just a a blast to meet him. And he came out to one of our shows and we just became friends. We, we, we sort of clicked right off the bat. I can, I can see that. I can definitely see that. So how how old were you guys around that time? Oh, geez. Uh, I would say I was uh, around Oh, I would say 30 at that time. Wow. Okay. So you guys have known each other. So yeah, I mean, you've, you guys have known each other a while. A good, good while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, it just, his story about when he met Elton was just remarkable to me. So he, he walks into the studio and he, there's a young, shy Elton John behind the piano and talk about, I mean, Davey had just come from Scotland, if I remember it correctly. And you know, talk about when talent meets preparation meets right place, right time. I mean, the very first song that Elton plays him is Tiny Dancer. I know, Insane. right? Insane. Yeah. Insane. And, and that's right. And and uh, and Davey really knew he was on to something great and something very special was going to happen. When you've got Elton, who's this iconic, masterful pianist, piano player. I mean, just unbelievable. And then you've got Davey, who is an amazing guitar player. And really, it was the two of them that came together that made these songs so remarkable. I mean, obviously, everything started with Elton, but then there's some ridiculous guitar riffs that I think that... Did Davey write them? Or how did those come about? Yeah, Davey would have come up with a whole slew of guitar licks. And, And to say something about that... Elton was really smart to 
to understand that as a piano playing singer songwriter, that's not enough for uh, radio. It's a not mm. enough for what was called FM airplay back then uh, on FM radio. You needed driving butch guitar parts, guitar licks to drive some of these songs. Right. And he was very smart, and uh, it was a uh, it was an act of humility to take on such a strong guitar flavor that uh, that Davey provided. He, he provided a lot of creativity, a great feel, as we say in music, a great feel, great time, great tone, and wonderful ideas. I mean, it was Davey's guitar parts that really made so many of Elton's biggest uh, radio hits, especially in those earliest days when you talk about things like... Um, I don't know, like a funeral for a friend <laughs> slash love lies bleeding. There's just some ridiculous guitar hooks and they're driven by the guitar. It's not like right. a guitar comes in later. I mean, these guitars start the song or let's say Saturday night's all right for a fight. I've heard of that. Yeah, <laughs> I think everyone has. And it starts with a badass guitar rhythm lick. And um you know, that's Davey's work. That's his contribution to the music that, you know, became, a, all cliches aside, sort of the DNA of of, uh, of 70s and 80s rock and roll. Yeah. When you talk about people clicking right away, it sounds like Davey and Elton also kind of had that same vibe that you and Davey had when you first met. Elton immediately trusted Davey. There were two stories that Davey tells about how Elton was unsure about a couple of things. I think one was related to guitar and one was how to start a song. And Davey basically came up with both of those. Mm -hmm. And immediately there was that trust factor built between Elton and Davey. And you asked him a great question in the interview about, you know, how have you guys stayed together for 50 years? I mean, things happen. I mean, you see bands fall apart all the time, yeah. you know, or they fall apart, they get back together, people are leaving, people are coming back, or they're just, they just don't make it. To be together for 50 years, you have to, you have to really get along, first of all, and you have to trust those people on stage. I mean, you're playing live. You have to trust that, you know, when something goes wrong, that they're going to handle it correctly. You know, you got to trust them musically. You got to trust them personality wise. I mean, how big do you feel like that? Do you also feel like that's a huge dynamic in keeping bands together? Yeah, I mean, first of all, it, it takes that immediate sort of chemistry mm -hmm. and and then a, a trust develops. Someone right. like Elton John is going to be sequestered away from the other guys a lot of the time. And you need to trust that the guys in the other dressing room are on your side right, and are right. with you. Um, and in the case of uh, Davey and Elton, Elton sized him up early on. And with those early uh, examples that you just gave in the studio where Elton gave Davey a little bit of rope to see what he would do with it. Right, just gave right. him some room and got, you know, 120% back from Davey. Right. Uh, as a result of that, he saw that what he was getting in Davey Johnson was built-in hook machine. I mean, right, right. Popular music in the 60s and 70s is all about hooks. And just to get back to it really quickly, you have like bluesy stuff that he added to Madman Across the Water. Mm, you have those really great uh, rhythm guitar parts he did on Don't Go Breaking My Heart, you know, that answered the lead vocals. 
bitches back. I mean, that's a stone cold boss, like a Rolling Stones, you know, proper guitar riff. Right. Not a piano riff. Right. You know, so Elton was wise enough to put guitar front and center and it it launched his career. Well, and props to Elton to not having any sort of intimidation factor about really letting Davy shine in that way. Exactly. That's when, when I when I say humility. Right. You know, right. not being threatened that, you know, have this, you know, tall Scottish Adonis with long, <laughs> long blonde hair in the middle of the stage when Elton is sitting down over on the side. Right, right. You know, that could be threatening to a man if he had a, you know, insufficient ego. Right, <laughs> or, right, exactly. Or an out of control ego. So basically what we're saying is that Elton John is the perfect human. He is. He is <laughs> as you would say, he's quite we. <laughs> yes. Not we of stature. <laughs> we of spirit. We of spirit. <laughs> I love that. No, and speaking of that, it, another remarkable thing about going back to that first meeting is that it sounded like, I, and I don't want to label it stage right because obviously I don't know, I wasn't there, but Davey really hits on the fact that Elton is very shy. And at that point in his life, he was very shy. He was young also, and then but also very shy and didn't really talk a lot, like really kind of takes takes a minute now even to still open up to people. And I think it's mystifying how artists and I've worked with a lot of actors and actresses in various roles in my life that really are shy and that in front of thousands of people, they somehow turn it on. And I've just, I've never really understood how you can go from zero to 60, but it happens all the time, well, I think. You know, it's very different when you have someone like Elton John, whose real name is Reginald. Right. We can't know. talk about that, though. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, everyone knows it. But right. in any case, uh, Elton was smart enough to recognize that he was painfully shy mm -hmm. and that, but he had the goods right. that were going to prove him and be uh, very, very successful for him. So what he did wisely, and again with a bit of humility, was to adopt sort of these bigger-than-life characters. Mm -hmm. And he would put on these giant sunglasses shaped like a star mm, and put point. on these crazy hats, crazy wigs, you know, a Dodger uniform, a duck suit. <laughs> he would do anything. Right. And now he's jumping on the piano like a madman because now he's someone else. Right. And right. so someone like, say, a Paul McCartney is great because Paul McCartney is so Paul McCartney. Right. And he stands there in his shoes in front of 100,000 people at Coachella and it's blowing rain out there. <laughs> it looks miserable. And he's in rain boots just standing there. Right. So it's a very, it's the opposite, right? Right, right. And not everyone has that sort of, I don't know, um, uh, you know, confidence to do that. Uh, but Elton needed to find a separate personality. That is so interesting. I never really thought about it like that, that once he kind of gets made up in that way, now it's like he gives himself, you know, the you know, I guess the authority or the right to just be someone else. Yeah. It's, in that li moment. it's license. Yeah. Right. It's license to be something. Gives himself the license. That's the right word I was going for. Thank uh, you. Just to be completely other than yourself. It's Superman syndrome. Yeah. I mean, literally before going on stage, he goes into the phone booth and suddenly <laughs> Clark Kent is Superman. Who comes out. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. That is such a good point. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. 
criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Have you ever met him, Elton, in person? Elton, yeah, I sure did. Oh, God, it's a funniest story. Oh, no. We did uh, the Diamond Jubilee for um, Her Majesty the Queen, and uh, it was uh, on her, what would that have been, her 50th year of marriage? I no, want to So believe. who was all involved no, in the Diamond? 50th year as Queen. Actually. Oh, okay. So who was involved in the Diamond Jubilee, first oh, of all? Well, okay, so we did the Golden Jubilee, and then the Diamond uh, many years later. Diamond Jubilee, I, I remember as being Elton, Grace Jones, Paul McCartney. Um, oh, gosh, so many other people. Stevie Wonder. Oh, wow. Um, Tom Jones, you know, most of them knighted. But anyway, Amazing. We, we're there after the show and we've been having a hoot. We've been having a great time. 
Grace Jones is walking around flirting and it's just been really fun. Now we're in a greeting line. We're in a greeting circle. You and Elton. Uh, we're in a greeting circle, all of the artists. Okay. To meet the queen. Mm. We have just played. Fancy. And I'm standing next to Elton and he starts chit-chatting. It was very open and very funny. The guy is hilarious. Davey He's says that too, yeah. Non-stop with the jokes. <laughs> and I know someone else in his band who says, you got to be quick when you're around Elton because right. he's just always moving and he just wants a laugh. Right. So I was doing my best to keep up with him anyway. Now the queen is like three people away. And he starts peppering me, Elton, with the funniest stuff you've ever heard. And all <laughs> of it is completely filthy. And now I'm dying laughing. And I see like 10 people away is Paul and Rusty and Abe and Wicks. Uh, you know, they've already <laughs> met her. And now it's my turn. They're like looking at me like, what's going to go Don't on? Don't mess up. Don't, Don't mess, mess up. up. <laughs> well, that's basically what I'm saying to Elton is like, what do I not do? What do I do? And I, I can't say some of the things that he said. Oh, to come me. on. No, I can't, oh, I can't come do it. No. But I will say this. After she left, after having not done the wrong thing, and you she, did the right thing. I did the right you thing. You didn't embarrass anyone. She offered me her hand Ooh. and I shook it and I bowed my head and I was just very pleasant. I let her lead. And uh, then she passed on to the next person. I'm like, boy, I did. <laughs> and then he said some more dirty stuff. But before leaving, he said, so how does it feel to have met the queen and the other queen? <laughs> Because it was your first meeting of both queens. Both queens. Oh, uh, he is quick. Oh, that's very cute. So, I mean, I'm sure you had to have been very nervous. I mean, some meeting the queen, I guess. It's so, I mean, he had to have helped with that a little bit with all of his jokes. Yeah, he did. He, he helped take the edge off a little bit. But it's not as... It's not as anxiety-producing for me as an American as it would be for just about any British subject. Because, you know, it's sort of like people of uh, my generation meeting Paul. Right, right, Anywhere yeah. in the world. Yeah. He's like a deity. Right. Or Elton. Right. Uh, but uh, for an American to meet the queen, we don't have the same reference. We don't have the same sort of, we haven't been raised with her as the queen. Okay, so clearly the queen and rest in peace, Prince, Phil Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh, uh, we are binging the crown right now. We are indeed. Now you met the queen i have not met the queen obviously i've not met mm, either queen yeah um so what do you think i mean for the two seconds that you met the queen anything like the crown well you know first of all the crown is is great juicy fun it it you know <laughs> they couldn't write this as a soap opera it right. is really juicy and really like oh my <laughs> god oh my god anyway uh i would say there's she was very sweet and kind of cute both times I met the Queen. Okay. Because I met her on her Golden Jubilee. Oh, that's right. Uh, okay. And in that line, I was standing next to Rod Stewart. And of all people, um, Ozzy Osbourne. What? Yeah. <laughs> right? So that was hilarious. And she comes up and she's very sweet to Rod. And Rod's been knighted. Ozzy Osbourne has not been knighted. Never will be. But anyway, she, come, <laughs> she comes up to Ozzy and and she says something very cute under her breath, as does he. And it's just like she has these little sort of cute private relationships with all of these people. Right, right. right. Because they've met so many times over the years. Right, of course. Uh, at, at, the end, at the end of the show, I have to say this one little Aussie story. 
Ozzy runs up to me at the side of the stage. Now we've all been on stage for Hey Jude. And they've all been na na naing with us. All of Ozzy the whole, and Rod Stewart and everyone. Ozzy, okay, Rod Stewart, it. Queen, oh, how you know, fun. Ray Davies from the Kinks. Everybody's awesome. up there. And we've all been swaying and playing, singing along. And now it's over. The whole show is over. It was the last song. Ozzy grabs me backstage, on stage, but behind the gear, gets me by the shoulders and just starts shaking me. And he goes, I just sang with Paul McCartney. (laughs) And he goes, people, my fans might not understand this, but I wanted to be Paul McCartney when I was a kid. Oh, that's so cute. He said, but I ended up being the Prince of Darkness. (laughs) I ended up being. (laughs) And then he says, it could have been worse. I could have ended up as Sting. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Gordon. Oh, that's hysterical. I still have to get the visual together of you, Rod Stewart, and Ozzy Osbourne meeting the Queen. Like, this is hysterical for me. I want to to be a fly on the wall. I've got a picture. You do? Okay. All right. All right. We're going to check that out. Maybe that's a social media post. Oh, could be. (laughs) For anyone anyone listening to this, check out the social media. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Uh, okay, that is absolutely hysterical. So, all right, so I'm going to have to move on a little bit, even though I think we could tell queen stories all day, as it sounds like. Got to move on to food. Davey in this episode talks about, one. we've talked about band dynamics a little bit, but how a really big bonding thing for bands is food. You guys are on the road. You're all over the world. You tell a story about how uh, you and Ed James bonded over barbecue. Give us a little bit more insight into this well, one. Well, it- in her days with Chess Records, Etta James was given a house uh, in Compton area, oh, South wow. Central. Yeah. And not too far away from there was the site of the L.A. riots. But she's on this sort of nice grassy hill and there's pine trees and a double median street and beautiful home on, a, on the corner there. Oh, But anyway, cool. in the early days with Etta, you know, she would have us over to the house to go swimming in the pool uh, and this is when her first son, Danto, was only three years old. You know, my first shows with Etta James uh, consisted of driving to Sa- Santa Barbara with Etta James and her husband and Danto, her son, in the backseat of the car at three years old with oh my, my guitar and, and my amp in the trunk. Wait, aren't you a godfather to one of her kids? Yeah, the second one. Okay. Semeto. Okay. That's okay. correct. But anyway, so... Back to the house on Athens, her, her her family home. She would have us all over there. We'd be swimming around and she'd do a big barbecue. And the way she would do barbecue, she would scrub out the kitchen sink, a double kitchen sink, and fill it with barbecue sauce and start putting in all the things that she was about to cook. But anyway, uh, so there she is. And we're now, you know, feasting outside by the pool. And she looked over at me after my second plate of barbecue And I might have weighed, you know, 110 pounds. And most of that was hair. Brand new, early days with Etta. And I was a teenager. Anyway, she would serve all this food. I'd be on my second plate of whatever she had cooked. And she'd go, Brian, you can go. (laughs) And she'd go, where does it go? Where where are you putting all that? Because I was literally this skinny little white kid, you know, and she couldn't believe it. Oh, my God. Amazing. But I think that, yeah, food, it's like... You know, it takes chemistry to choose and to trust a band long term. Right. For an artist like uh, Etta, for Elton, for Paul, mm-hmm. I would imagine trust goes a long way. And this goes way beyond the non-disclosure agreements that you're going to sign later in your career with them. Right, right. But early days are built on, can I trust this person? And do I want to hang out with them for eight hours in the van? You Absolutely. Because well, early days for Elton... And for my early days with uh, Etta, uh, not as much with Paul, we're, we're enclosed, you know, small vehicles traveling a long ways. you got to get on. One of the earliest and best ways to bond is over food. No, and it's so it's interesting it's now that you things. bonded over barbecue because now you basically don't even eat meat anymore. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> for, gosh, almost two years. Yeah, yeah, well. Uh, all right, so... 
I have to ask this. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask this. You and Davey have a very similar, most embarrassing moment on stage. And that is that there was this huge solo part in one of the songs, one of Elton's songs, and the spotlight goes on Davey and everything else stops and it is boom him guitar solo spotlight spotlight yes and he's not plugged in right. and he's and he's doing i what does he call it like windmills and he's like in it right and he's not plugged in nothing's coming out so he yells for the tambourine smart yells for the tambourine you know to keep the song going someone right? do you know? something yeah. exactly exactly and so but i mean that we kind of talk we kind of touched on this in another episode but things go wrong when you're on stage yeah. you know they they have to and this similarly you had an experience where that you spoke about how you were not plugged in what goes through your mind what do you do absolute panic <laughs> well i mean you can't uh exactly what you shouldn't do don't panic you you can't do what we do for as long as we've done it without some of these experience happening right, of course. to you 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 see it happen to other people and you think oh my god i'm so glad it wasn't me and then one it's night you. it is you yeah and uh, yeah, similarly, uh, well, I, I've told one story in one of our episodes, and forgive me, I don't remember which episode I told the story uh, of uh, Dodger Stadium with Paul with my guitar not being plugged in for a great big solo section like you just described. All the lights are on you. The whole crowd's like waiting for this big moment they loved through their whole life and nothing. Oh, and, God. Well, what I did in that circumstance was just keep strumming because you never know when it's going to come out. Yeah. And also you want to prove to the audience that it isn't you. <laughs> you so just forget. If you keep strumming, you're hoping that someone backstage notices and plugs you Wait, in? You, or? you really don't know what the problem is. Okay, I didn't it, know it. until later. I see, I see. So it could be the monitors. It could okay. be the, the out front house sound. It could be an amp. over. It could be a number of things. So you're strumming, smiling, and praying. But even worse <laughs> than that one time, which I pulled it off, that you act as if. That right. is the key. You act as if right. you're fine. Right. This is part of the show. Right. I. You'll probably hear music soon. I'm just going to keep <laughs> smiling and looking like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Anyway, <laughs> but another time there was an instance where, in funny enough, back to Scotland, Davy Johnstone's hometown. Uh, uh, he's from Edinburgh. But anyway, in Glasgow, we were doing a great big show with Paul. And in this tour, my 12-string acoustic guitar started the whole show. And I go to start, and it's a giant stadium. There's probably 70,000 people there. Oh, wow. And I go to strum those first chords, and the whole band's there ready to come in about eight bars later. And nothing's coming out. What? Nothing's coming You're out. You're starting the whole show. This the is not. The whole show. Oh, my God. The whole show. Oh, wow. And, there, and it's just silent. <gasps> and and it's excruciating. Finally, what had happened was my, uh, my acoustic guitar has batteries. Many of these electric acoustic guitars have batteries uh, sort of back where the strap mm, pin okay. goes in the back of the guitar yeah they had inadvertently there's a little door that snaps closed and two 99 cent batteries just fell out <gasps> so you talk about all of this stage gear all of this expertise oh my god you know my 40 years playing music 
all of it comes down to a couple of little batteries that Two fell out. Two batteries. So what happened? What did you do? Uh, at a certain point, I could see that uh, Paul was uh, really ready to start the show, as is his right, of course. And I just yelled for an electric guitar. You know, yeah. stop trying stuff. Give me an electric guitar. I'll play the same part. Right. Uh, on a different guitar. On a different guitar, which is a completely different sound, of course. And you want to honor the record, but at a certain point, you just go, give me a guitar. Right. Just do something. Yeah. Like, we've got to get this yeah. moving. Do you remember what song? Uh, yeah. It was Venus and Mars Rock Show. Oh, man. Yeah, by Paul McCartney <sighs> and Wings. Wonderful, wonderful uh, piece of music. Oh, my God. That's horribly embarrassing. Yeah, it's a tough one. Thank you for pointing that out again. <laughs> I'm so grateful for that, you. That now, may come up again now that I know that's I'm such a sore topic. I'm going to just go into the corner and bow my head and feel badly again. Okay, good. Okay. So while you're doing that, we'll move on to audience questions. Okay, great. All right. So what is, from the audience... As I just said, what is the longest period of time you've ever been on the road? Longest tour? Ooh, that's a great question. I would say in the early days of large-scale touring, I would be out for three months at a time. Wow. Really yeah. good long tours. Um, I did a tour with a band called Kraken that was on Warner Brothers Records. And we were the opening act for mm -hmm. the Doobie Brothers. Oh, yeah. And we did oh, a whole cool. national tour, and it was at least 10 weeks long. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, and we played every arena in the U.S. and, and a few in Canada. Yeah. So the, the sub-question that this audience member uh, wanted to know is then, so when you're out that long, do you miss home? Do you just kind of let it go and enjoy the world travels? Or, you know, what, what's your mindset when you're on the road? Yeah, it's really interesting. It's a great question because people can't imagine that. People who are real family types and very uh, raised in sort of a close-knit family, that would be a hard thing to even imagine. Right. But... In in my case, we were not close knit. We weren't. In my case, we were not close knit. Uh, <laughs> no, we were great. My family was wonderful, but there was some way in which I sort of acclimated to being okay, being apart. And it starts with a week away, and you have a lot of fun, mm -hmm. and you enjoy it. And there's new energy coming in now, and you're 20 years old. And a new world has opened up and you have this feeling of autonomy and you're out there ripping it up and getting a lot of attention for it. So you get used to it. Then the tours get longer and longer and pretty soon you're just used to it. And so right. you you have to change a little bit. And is it healthy? Not really. <laughs> but, you know, it's not for everybody. either. Right. And you either have to get good at it and get comfortable with it. Or it's not a life for you. Well, and there's there's got to be an adjustment period you, when you're out on the road for so long and then you come back and all of a sudden, Orianthe actually talks about this, how if she has too much time off, nobody wants to be around her. You know, when you come back, she actually said, then how do you be normal? You yeah. know, it's just, it's, you're kind of this superstar, you know, on the road and then yeah. you come home and... And, it, and it's trash night. <laughs> Yeah. No, it's it's so true. And when I was done Thanks with, for coming home, take out the trash. Yeah, get get that trash out of here. <laughs> but, you know, after my first uh group of my first year with Paul was was really hot and heavy. Right. You know, we were really hitting it hard. 
And it was a big life changer. You know, all of a sudden, sort of like you said, there's a lot of attention. Yeah. A lot of adrenaline. Every night you're just filled with more adrenaline than your body used to ever produce in mm-hmm. a year. And this is every night. Right, right. And then it comes down the next day and then it goes back up. And, you know, you get in that cycle uh, of adrenaline and ripping and running and lack of sleep and too much sleep. And then you come home. And like I said, it's trash night. And I remember coming home and saying, I need some help. I, I went to therapy because yeah. it was just such a... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I said, it's kind of like taking coming into a train station for which that train doesn't stop and stepping off onto the onto the plank anyway. Like, whoa, yeah. Yeah, it's like taking yeah. a step off a moving train. That's that's a really good analogy. So interesting. Well, we're going to have probably more to talk about on that topic, but we are going to wrap this up with the lightning round. Oh, I'm ready. Uh, ooh, you're ready. I'm ready. Okay, Shoot last time me. I feel like you needed a little time. So, okay, here we go. So, the lightning round. You asked Davey this. I have to ask you this because I'm dying to know. What is the one thing you cannot live without while on tour? Oh, uh, foam rollers. Oh, yes. <laughs> Believe it or not, those sort we of very dense... Rollers. Uh, you know, uh, cylindrical foam rollers that you use for your back and your IT bands. Gotta have them. Well, and you guys, I mean, your shows are long. Yeah, they're so, like three hours. They're like Grateful Dead long. Right. So you guys are out there for a long time. Very so long yeah, time. straight to your foam roller. Yeah. Yeah. No, got it. Okay. This one's going to be tough for you. So be prepared. You have to give something up. There's two things I'm going to ask you between. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No. You, ha- you have to give something up. No. It's between. Coffee or Wi-Fi, which one goes? Wow, that's a tough one. Uh, oh, I guess I'd have to do without coffee because <gasps> Wi-Fi these days really does connect you to the world around you. Mm, yeah. I don't know if I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll go away to a, a coffee rehab somewhere. <laughs> and I'll come back drinking matcha. <laughs> matcha green tea oh yeah. lord here we go oh, okay we're gonna wrap up on that note but we have to do ceremonies tea ceremonies of course we will yeah you'll, you'll be kneeling and bowing oh, like it's the queen amazing yeah it's gonna be so, so you'll have more to talk so to healthy. you'll have more to talk to the queen about next time i mean can i just say coffee is my one vice don't ever ask me to give it up again why do you think i just asked you because you're trying to hurt me i'm trying to torture you you are yeah, maybe a little bit me. all right on that note wrapping up after show number five thank you davy johnstone what an amazing interview uh we will see you next week brian yo all right see you later For more information about On Tour, visit our website, blackbarrelmedia.com. For behind-the-scenes photos from these interviews or to submit questions for the after show, visit our social media at On Tour Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more shows from iHeartRadio and Black Barrel Media, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.